The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. The city of Richmond has backed out of a proposed casino referendum, at least until next year. Yesterday, a Richmond judge granted the city's request to remove the measure from the ballot this year, which would have put the city at odds with state law. Whitney Evans reports. Earlier this month, casino developer Urban One announced it would not pursue a second ballot initiative in Richmond this year after the measure was narrowly defeated in 2021. Instead, the company would focus on a referendum in 2023. Richmond City Council supports the project but agreed to hold off until the state studies a competing deal for a casino in Petersburg. Opponents of the project argue the social costs of building a casino in a predominantly black, poor neighborhood are too high. Quentin Robbins is a Southside resident who's with the group Richmond for All. City councilors saw their own district vote against the referendum, yet continue to pursue it. Supporters say Southside needs the investment in resources and infrastructure the casino is expected to bring. Whitney Evans, VPM News. Higher education institutions can soon begin applying for $5 million in state funding to prepare applications for laboratory schools. State lawmakers set aside a total of $100 million to help get the schools up and running this year. They're a key priority for Governor Glenn Youngkin. Secretary of Education Amy Gadara told the State Board of Education yesterday that corporations like Google and Lego also want to get involved. Amazon has committed to not just to the, commu- the computer science work, but they have said that these lab schools are a core part of their workforce development investments in the Commonwealth of Virginia. The board approved guidelines that would allow private schools like Liberty University as well as community colleges to apply for the funds. But there's still some disagreement among state lawyers over whether the state budget allows for that. Family members say the cyclist who sustained life-threatening injuries in a crash that killed her friend is recovering. In a statement provided to the Richmond Times-Dispatch, Natalie Rayner's family said doctors removed a breathing tube and stopped using pain medication. After regaining consciousness, they say Rayner told them she will, quote, have to live for Jonah. An 18-year-old driver allegedly hit and killed Jonah Hollard and injured Rayner in a crash over the weekend in Henrico County. The driver, Jeffrey Brooks, was charged with driving under the influence and manslaughter. Richmond Police Chief Gerald Smith spoke at length about the alleged mass shooting plot at the Dogwood Dell July 4th celebration with multiple media outlets a week after he said he was done taking questions about it. The two men arrested aren't being charged with conspiracy to commit a mass shooting, but Smith told CBS 6 he is, quote, absolutely certain RPD prevented the crime from happening. When asked how the officers made the connection between the men and Dogwood Dell, Smith said he relied on his policing experience. Further release of evidence is up to the U.S. attorney in charge of the case. A Yorktown man is suing Norfolk and two city council members he says violated the state law that ensures public access to government information. But Norfolk argues that parts of the Virginia Freedom of Information Act don't apply to individual council members. Brian Murphy from partner station WHRO has more. 
Earlier this summer, Joshua Stanfield asked two Norfolk City Council members for documents related to Norfolk's casino. Tommy Smeagle and Andrew McClellan said they didn't have them and passed their requests on to city staff. Now, Stanfield says they violated the law by failing to respond within the required time frame. But Norfolk argues FOIA applies to public bodies and not to individual members of the city council. Because of that, the city says the clock didn't start ticking until the request made its way to the proper city office. Megan Ryan is the director of the Virginia Coalition for Open Government. They're trying to say sort of like, well, because they are people, because they're individuals, they're not the public body. Government is made up of individuals. So like it's sort of hard for me to figure out where that line is drawn then. Ryan says it's not up to city council members to fulfill the requests themselves, but they still have a responsibility to get it to someone who can. That was Ryan Murphy reporting. A judge will hear the case this morning. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> 